Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. You bet, Mr. Benny. Welcome, 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 everyone, to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And I am so thrilled. We've got a great lineup for you today. Two powerhouse uh, people that are just contributing immensely to the world of human human potential, body, mind, spirit, and helping all of us live life full out. I'm joined by Mr. Benny Mathers today. He is pushing all the right buttons. Hello, Mr. B. Hey, Dr. Pat, and uh, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Now, do we have a little announcement for folks that we probably should make and just kind of let them know what might be happening here or no? Uh, no, we don't. We're actually good to go. Oh, okay, good. So uh, we're not going to be having any running out of the <laughs> building. Running out of the building. I always love when they do the fire drills during my show. Don't you love that? Oh, yeah, they're a gas. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you today, Mr. Benny? I'm well. Thanks so much. Well, we've got a great show. Let me just get right to it, B. Um, we're talking about the Fifth Agreement, a practical guide to self-mastery. And this is the long-awaited sequel to the Four Agreements. Author and renowned spiritual teacher Don Miguel Ruiz has joined me here many times. But now Don Jose, Don Jose, who I got to meet and who did a fabulous, fabulous presentation uh, when he was part of the Extraordinary Speaker Series. We have got an amazing book for all of you and, more importantly, an, a message. So let me just say a couple of different things. Um, I got to meet Don Jose in person, so I just want to let you all know that whatever I'm going to say about him doesn't really, doesn't really describe who he is. But he grew up in a world where everything was possible. And you're going to hear about this. Uh, and how did his father, Don Miguel, influence him, influence his life? But more importantly, how about the great-grandmothers? Uh, what was it in his life that his grandmother taught him? And how did that teaching then become this incredible, incredible individual, he and his dad now traveling the world, talking about not only the four agreements, but the fifth agreement. And we'll talk about what that is today. The reason that this is so important is the four agreements, when when the book was first issued, it not only did it take the world by storm, but so many people realized that they really had a tough time just doing the four agreements. So now here we are. We're going to be talking with him about the fifth. So there we go. A New York Times bestseller for over seven years. The four agreements has transformed the lives of many people. You know, uh, if you, Oprah, Ellen, you name it. There are schools that are throughout this country that have the four agreements as part of their library curriculum for their youth. And more importantly, the message are more than just a message. This is really about incorporating a way of life. And so for me, there hasn't been a book that has had quite this influence for a long time, not since Stephen Covey, you know, did his initial, uh, an initial bestseller. But this is now time for a fifth agreement. The fifth agreement, a practical guide to self-mastery. And that's what we are talking about today. And how does the fifth agreement prepare us 
for this innate wisdom. So today, thank you, Don Jose, for joining us here today. This is a great conversation and a great show, and I want to thank you so much for joining us here today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Pat, for having me on your show. It's a very pleasure to be with you. It's an amazing thing to be with you. I remember meeting you. I don't know if you remember this. I remember meeting you at uh, uh, the Center for Spiritual Living when you and your dad were on stage and uh, um, uh, you, you, were, you were doing a talk. And now, again, you're coming back to Seattle. Um, what has your life, how would you describe your life from the world that you grew up in, the influence of your grandmother, and certainly the journey of your dad? Well, it's all been about gratitude, gratitude mm. to them, and uh, yeah. gratitude to, well, to begin to listen, listen with my with my heart to myself, and seeing all the mistakes that I've done and all the parts of life that I participated in that created a dream that I wasn't very happy in, and um, the gratitude for them that they give me the tools to see myself and to give myself that freedom. What would you say is one of the greatest challenges today for people to have that sense of freedom that you had? Well, it's to overcome the negative doubts that uh, overcome us and uh, make us judge ourselves and make us feel less than to achieve our dreams and to really have uh, faith in ourselves that we can overcome anything. And one of the things that um, does this is the addiction to suffering. Mm. Why is it you think we need to suffer so much here? Well, what, you know, what, what, what are we doing? Well, it's not that we need to suffer. It's just a, a lineage that's been passed from generations and generations in mm. humanity. Uh, people who get hurt, they hurt some other people, and that other people hurt other people. And then that pain got to us, and we start playing that game. And then it's the part that we wake up when we won't want to participate in that kind of life anymore. And this is when we have a self-reflection on our common sense to awaken ourselves from our own from our own way of life to change our life, and um, this is one of the beautiful things when we can find the strength inside of ourselves. Because if we can find the strength inside of ourselves, we can overcome anything that life throws at us. Mm. I love that we're talking about strength because you know it's really interesting that um, it's really interesting, Don Jose, that before you came on the show, right? I was just listening to the news. They played the news, and I was listening to the report. I don't know if you got to hear it or not, but I was listening to the report where they said, oh, you know, now we've got, like, uh, the latest on the economy, and this is the worst uh, information we've ever received on the economy. And uh, and I'm just thinking to myself, wow, I wonder what would happen if we had a different message out there. So here we are bombarded now one more time with information that says, okay, we have something to be afraid of. And I wanted to ask you about that. You know, where is it in the fourth and now the fifth agreement where we get to move beyond our fears? Yes, well, it's the, basically the kind of message we're giving to our loved ones. Because the message we're giving to our loved ones is the message we're giving to ourselves. And then if we show fear to our loved ones, and we show fear to our little ones, then that's how we're showing them how to live life when the times are hard. And, you know, the most beautiful thing about any culture, any tradition, is the, the warmth of a family. And it's not a, only to do with blood lineage. No, it's about having to have the friendship and the support. And when you're a friend with yourself, you support yourself in, in darker times, in lighter times, you're always with you. So this is one of the great things about living in this generation, because we can totally have a voice and totally speak out 
and have the, the awareness that we can overcome anything. And we believe 100% in ourselves, and there's nothing that uh, can be thrown at us in life that we cannot overcome. Because this is, like I say, it's the big boss teaching us. And when the big boss gives us a problem, it's because it believes that we can overcome it. And this is when we believe when we overcome it, and we do. You know, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about, and we're going to talk about the Fifth Agreement in a minute. You know, you've been traveling the world, and you have gotten to be in front of a lot of people asking a lot of questions. Can I ask you, what is and what do you what have you heard is on is on people's minds the most right now? What are some of the questions there they've been asking you about? Well, the question that comes out more often is the habits that we fall into the habits when we want freedom, when we want to better ourselves, and we fall into those old habits again that we punish ourselves, that we judge ourselves, and then we 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 give up, and um, it becomes tiring. That I say to them, you know. It's not about all that. It's about being present. It's about being present to you, being present in every moment because we are here to take care of our bodies, and our bodies include our mind. So when we wake up in our mind, we wake up the, the awareness to learn to listen, to learn to listen to ourselves. And when we listen, the stories, the information, is what, when we put our attention there, that becomes real. So it's to really master our attention and to have awareness of what kind of life we're living. So... Because being human, we can be so intelligent that we can create any excuse why not to. Why not to make it happen? There's many excuses, and when we look at them, is it really true, I ask? Is it really true you, you give me more power to the fear, to the butterflies in your stomach, to the, to the nervous, buying into the belief of other people? But when you listen to you, you can really change your dream because you know exactly what you want and what you don't want. So one of the things that I think that you said is so important, and we're going to talk about this when we come back from break, is the conversation we have with the young people, with the youth. And I I want to talk with you a bit about the conversations that you've had with your family, with your dad and with your grandmother, and how that now has translated into, you know, the book that you both have put out, The Fifth Agreement. This is so exciting to have you on the show today. For those of you tuning in, I've got The Fifth Agreement right in my hand. We actually have copies of this to give away to all of you. And for many of you listening to the show, we've got much more to come. What does truth mean? What does it mean to speak our truth? And what is The Fifth Agreement? What are we going to talk about today that will help us open our minds, open our hearts, and step in to the amazing grace and bliss that we can all live. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. I uh, mean, Don, uh, Don, Don Jose, are you there? Yes. Okay, we're going to continue because Benny has been called out of the building. I love this. We're just going to keep going. Is that okay for you? Yes, of course. <laughs> I love it. So. Let's talk about truth for a minute because I, I loved reading the book, uh, and you, you refer to the word truth over and over and over again. And I have so been wanting, uh, to talk with you about that. And for those of you just tuning in, uh, I am here. I'm so honored and pleased that, uh, Don Jose Ruiz is joining us here on the Dr. Pat show. The book is The Fifth Agreement. We've got copies we're going to give away today on the show, but you, you all talk about a truth right out of the beginning. You, you, you say truth. You say, look, we have to get to this place of being able to speak our truth and then be our truth. And I've got to ask you about what you mean when you say truth and how have you come to know it in your life? Yes, well, 
truth is simply life. Truth doesn't have to be validated to be seen or to even be named. It's just what is happening. And the spirit of truth is inside of us. We are the truth. Now, with the dream of the planet, with the dream of life, um, the dream of the humanity, the way we can um, interact with each other, well, is the truth being put into a language. And in the Toltec tradition, in the shaman tradition also, they say that the, the, the shaman is the shape shifter that transforms itself into animals, and that does also precision. <laughs> the uh-huh. real truth that is, is happening, it is the shape shifting of the words that we speak to ourselves with impeccability, Every time there's negativity playing in our head, every yeah. time we're, we're putting power to lies that make us unhappy, to stories mm-hmm. that make us unhappy, because anything that makes us unhappy, that is a lie. It's not truth. So the truth can shape shift into words that we speak with ourselves with impeccability to not believe the lies and to remove ourselves from the place of living. And this is what the ancestors call bringing the light into the darkness. So one of the things that I just want to go back and talk about, because this is so important, you know, I look at the four agreements and what they've meant to me personally. Then I look at what's going on perhaps in, in society and in, 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 in our world today. And, uh, you know, p- part of the conversation, Don Jose, is, is really to take a look at how well we do each of the agreements and at the same time, uh, being able to understand how they work together. So let me ask you a different question. You know, for our listeners, can we go through the first four agreements and just refresh everyone's memory about what they are, and then we'll talk about the fifth again? Okay. Well, the first agreement is to be impeccable with the word. Yeah. And and when we're impeccable with words, we we are aware that that the spirit. That's put into our word is the vibration that we throw into our everyday life. It's the kind of life we're living. Because if we are not impeccable with the word and start talking negativity, well, our world's going to be full of negativity. And not outside of us, inside our mind. So when we start speaking with impeccability, then we are cleansing. We're healing our mind. We're keeping it so sacred because there's no disrespect in that point because it's not disrespecting us. And with that awareness, we're thrown into life into the second agreement that don't take things personally. And it goes again for the addiction of suffering because it's just passing poison, 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 and poison. And we used to pass poison until the day we realized that we don't want to live that any anymore because it just makes us unhappy. So how can we take our brothers and sisters personal because they are passing the poison and they don't even know they're passing poison because it's stuck into a dream. And for many people, they have a death experience and all of a sudden they become aware and enlightened. They become aware and enlightened because it's like a big slap in the face, saying you're still alive, so all the little problems, all the negativity they used to pass, it seems not not real anymore. It's not worth to putting that energy in that. So that changes the vibration of a person. And when you change the vibration, it's a third agreement to not make assumptions because we know that we're very storytellers, that we can create any excuse why not to take action. We can create any fiction, you know, that is not there, and we make it real. And one of those fictions is like jealousy. We can mm-hmm. be jealous in our head and create a story, and our beloved is not even doing anything, and we can push them away with those things. And it's not only a relationship, but in many ways of life. So we are aware that we create stories, but we can also not believe them and not make this assumption. It's not putting ourselves into that position. And now the fourth agreement is to do your best, and it's mm-hmm. all we can do. And when we do our best is when we wake up that we don't judge ourselves. Because when we do it, it's because we did it, and we cannot change what what happened. 
So when we are aware that we cannot change what happens, then the, there's no more judgment. And when we don't judge ourselves anymore, uh, no one else can judge us, and the judgments that will die in our mind. But of course, every day there will come people judging us, but we don't believe them because, once again, it goes back to the second agreement. We're not taking personal. They're all yeah. the time inviting us. And this is leads us to the fifth agreement, that it is to be skeptical, but to learn to listen. And somebody mm. once said to me, Don Jose, being skeptical sounds very negative. <laughs> <laughs> and I responded, it is negative if you think negative. But if you think positive, just feel the power. Just feel the power of being skeptic and to listen with your heart. Because when you listen with your heart, you listen with the vibration that the words make you affect, what that makes you affect. So you begin to give yourself the absolute freedom. And in, the, in this agreement, is because to be grateful for being alive, to be grateful to be the messenger that you are. And this is the real question to ask oneself, what kind of messenger are we? Well, and this is why I wanted to, I was so excited to talk with you, and this is why when I started the show, I talked about listening to the news, right? And the big announcement that things haven't gotten any better, you know, that here we are, we don't have any really good news. And so I went right to your fifth agreement, okay? So play with me for a little bit on this, would you? If I am in the fifth agreement and I'm skeptical, and I'm skeptical, because one of the things you say is the power of doubt. And I have so wanted to talk with you about this. You are so right about the power of doubt. So here's the question. If we are in the moment of being skeptical, as you have talked about, and we are in that moment of doubt, which many people don't say there is any power. As a matter of fact, if you're in doubt, people say it's powerless. How is it that this has become now the fifth agreement, and then what are the lessons we can learn from this? Well, to listen, it is to live in forgiveness. Mm. To, to forgive even before someone does an ill intent to us or anything happens, because ah. we understand that's the dream of life. And mm-hmm. something that helps me very much is that we don't live in those dark times anymore uh, when the Inquisition was there or the, or, or, or the Depression or all those, all those things. We don't live in that place anymore where we cannot be ourselves, where we cannot be. So when I picture myself that there's other places that is horribly pain and horribly suffering, then I'm grateful to be where I am at. Because when this point on is when we get awareness to be strong wherever we go and to be strong is to totally be totally clean, totally flexible to the will of life, you know, because we never know what life's going to bring to us. That if we lose ourselves when that moment of life comes up, whatever it is, we lose ourselves, then we're not present to take care of ourselves, and we don't take care of ourselves, we cannot take care of our family, of our friends, and we go back to sleep. And the whole point of the fifth agreement is to wake up. Wake up in your own dream. Wake up in your own truth. Wake up in your own presence to do the best that you can and to make history before we forget ourselves. Because with awareness, we know that one day we will not be in this earth anymore. So to make history before we forget ourselves is to give ourselves the most beautiful dream and share it. And this is what we're going to live to life. And this is the way we say thank you to the mother. Hmm. You know, one of the things you talk about is you say skepticism can go in two directions. And I want to ask you about that. Uh, can you describe what those two directions are? Well, one direction is the, the one direction that being skeptical, it, it can be like a, like a position of life that you think that you're better than anybody else and you know more. That's not what it's about. 
It's not about being in that direction. To be skeptical is to not believe yourself and to not believe the poison that's being put into your mind, like the dust of the hypocrisy, the hatred, and all those ill intentions that, you know, that people, that people do. And uh, because in the other skepticism, one can feel that his personal importance, ego, feel better than. No, it's not about that. It's not about a social position. It's about being true to yourself to learn how to filter the negativity and make it positive. So, you know, as we take a look at the message and what you're doing, and, and uh, you know, I love, Don Jose, thank you so much for joining me here today. I, I, I so love everything that you both have created. And yet at the same time, I have to tell you that when I first got the four agreements, I really looked at doing each of those agreements every day and make sure that I stood there and I could measure it. This fifth agreement is really a challenge. <laughs> and I wanted to, to ask you about this notion of doubt and where the power in doubt comes from. Is this for all of us? to be, to live in the question, so to speak, because that's the sense I get of it. You know, if we are living in the question and we don't claim to know everything, right, then we have to listen to find out what the, what the voice is truly saying to us, what our hearts are truly saying to us. Is this correct? Yes. And, um, it's, it's the power of doubt, you know, that like doubt, doubting ourselves and doubting all, all, all the things, uh, got us into suffering. Got us into mm. hell. So it's mm-hmm. also we use doubt also to get us back into heaven. To not believe all those all those things, all those opinions, all those judgments that we look at at a different point because we can see our mental block. We can see our stories blocked that we're blocking ourselves from manifesting, from mm-hmm. manifesting what we want to manifest. And sometimes it gets so confusing because we can feel the butterflies in our stomach, the fear, and, and then we're gonna go, and then the fear becomes a story, and then we don't <laughs> jump. We don't jump into the next thing. And the only thing the body is telling you is to take action. Take care mm-hmm. of me. And this is what I woke up when I was feeling doubt. When I was feeling doubt and I was seeing all the temptations of the old habits, I go, no. I said, I'm here for one reason in life, for, and that's to take care of Jose. Because I know exactly how he operates. I know exactly what makes him happy, what makes him unhappy. And the, the reason I know this is because I am Jose. And this is the real... Um, stepping that the ancestors talk about, not the stepping that you know that you get possessed by a spirit and you need exorcism. No, that is superstition. The real stepping is when you get your awareness and you overcome any doubt and you use a mirror. And this is the whole sort of tradition, a mirror, because when you look yourself into the mirror, you cannot lie to yourself because you're seeing the truth and the truth it is what mm-hmm. we really are, what we really feel. And when my father came out of the of the hospital from the nightmare coma, and he get his strength again. He was back with us. I had a talk with him. And I said, Father, we can no longer have the teaching of one, two, three, A, B, C, first year, second year. No. Because what if you, something happens to you and you die? What if something happens to me and we die and we're teaching these years curriculum that it's no more? So we talk and we give the whole architect plan of the Toltec, the whole truth as it is to take the challenge, this is what we give in the fifth agreement. And for some people, it may be challenging, but because we use the awareness to see the common sense of the whole creation of the mystery schools of religion, 
And when we look at that point, is that everybody is speaking the same thing in different words. And the whole point is not to want to suffer anymore and don't want to live in life. And we use all the information, all of our art, to create the most beautiful realization for ourselves mm-hmm. to not live in that place. So when we look at this, we break down the, the old pathway of a paradigm to live in the now. And speaking about the, the stories about, about humanity, someone asked me, Don Jose, what does it mean to you the end of the Mayan calendar in 2012? Yes. And I responded, well, it's the end of superstition. <laughs> it's, it's the end of superstition that we will believe that our Savior is outside of us. And I'm not talking about the superstition like stories or mythology. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that we believe that someone outside can save us and, you know, and give us freedom because the only one who can give us freedom, it is ourselves. And in this time, it's very important to be that because when we break the superstition, we're helping to clean the corruption in spirituality. And what I mean by this is many people who are not done with themselves, who are not really walking the path, they all of a sudden hide behind an image, an illusion. And there's people who really want to go and, and not suffer anymore, and they wish for help. And they get all these people going to them. So this is why the end of superstition is when one believes in themselves, and when we work with ourselves, that is the, the expansion of, of, of healing the planet from this, from this life. And we walk with integrity. And if we don't speak what we feel in our hearts, then it's never going to be said. And if we don't do it, someone else is going to do it. So it's an honor to listen to you because we're not going to be alive for forever. We're only alive for, let's say, 100 years. And in that time, when we experience in life and what we see, we speak our truth, this is what we're here for because our footprints will stay in this earth. Our awareness will stay in this earth and continue on growing and growing and growing. And every person who has spoken the truth in their dream of humanity, well, we make them heroes. We put statues in them and we put all the faith into them instead of putting faith into us and continue the legacy. And this is the important thing about this time, to be aware that there's no inquisition that can come and burn us and um, torture us. No, the only inquisition that exists is in our heads. So when we listen to ourselves and we listen to our message, we are aware of what message we're giving to ourselves and to our loved ones, to our children. And this is the vibration we create. I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. What a great, great opportunity for all of you out there. We actually have four copies of the book to give away, The Fifth Agreement. Joining me here today, Don Jose Ruiz is joining me. And let me just tell you something. When we come back, we're going to be talking about truth of fiction. You don't have to believe anyone's story, really. Yeah, that's part of The Fifth Agreement, everybody. Fasten your seatbelt. When we come back, we'll let you know how you can get a copy of the book. We'll be right back with The Dr. Pat Show. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. 
visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. This summer is one of our most challenging periods since the Great Depression. To assist with the many challenges, show host Madeline Gerwick is offering summer specials on tools to change your life and increase your prosperity by changing your environment. Now through August 10th, Feng Shui class CDs are on sale for 35% off. The business anthology, Einstein's Business, Engaging Soul, Imagination, and Excellence in the Workplace is also on sale for a third off. Plus, her 2010 Good Timing Guide is available for $9 while supplies last. Go to AskMadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call her toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. These specials are good now through August 10th, so order now. Did you know that there's a direct link between smoking and back pain? This is Dr. Bonnie Verhuns here to share some information about smoking. Tobacco smoke contains over 4,000 chemicals, including nicotine and carbon monoxide. These chemicals constrict arteries and interfere with blood circulation, which results in oxygen and other nutrients not being properly circulated. The nerves in the spine then become weak and brittle. The good news is that once you quit smoking, proper blood flow returns. Regular chiropractic adjustments ensure that blood flow and nutrients are properly flowing to your spine and organs. For tips on how to quit smoking and how chiropractic can help, visit our website at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on the Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show this is talk radio to thrive by um you know i want to make sure that everybody out there you've got some information uh and that you've got information about the upcoming event that is happening in seattle so for those of you that are wondering how you could find out more and how you can be part of both a lecture and a workshop series. This is very exciting. It's been a while. It's been a while since uh, Don Jose has been to Seattle and uh, now collaborating with his dad, Don Miguel. And this is the collaboration that uh, we're talking about today, The Fifth Agreement. You know, they both have collaborated on this book. This is what we're talking about. But more importantly, when you get to see Don Jose in person, as I did, uh, it is really going to be a transformative event. So I want to make sure all of you out there have some information. Friday, uh, July 30th at uh, East West Books in Seattle, 7.30 to 9.30. So just write that down for all of you folks that are in the Seattle area. And then I'm also going to tell the rest of you that are not in Seattle how you can find out where uh, Don Jose and Don Miguel are going to be. So Friday, just make sure you know the lecture is at uh, East West Books in Seattle, uh, and that's Friday night. And then Saturday, uh, there is a day of transformation. 
and that's a day of transformation with Don Jose. So it's going to be fabulous. Uh, a very, very dynamic, healing, spiritual, and transformative uh, time with Don Jose. So that's Saturday from 1 to 5. Again, that's at East West Books. And for those of you that want to find out more about that, you're going to have to go ahead and give East West Books a call. Their number is 206 3726 Now, for the for everybody listening to the show, we would like to give away four copies of the Fifth Agreement, and hot off the press, just love to give it away. And so I think Benny and Valerie are probably ready for your call. All you need to do is give us a shout at our one eight hundred number one eight hundred nine three zero two eight one nine. 1-800-930-2819. And, you know, and I really would love those folks that haven't received anything from us in about two weeks to give us a call uh, because we give away so many things. We want to keep everything fresh and in rotation. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. Uh, wow, what a great conversation. Uh, you know, thank you so much, Don Jose. This is really cool. I'm so glad you're coming into town. Thank you for joining me here today. Oh, thank you, Dr. Patty. It's an honor. So could you give out the best website for our listeners to find out more about you and about the book? Well, it's in miguelreese.com. You can find everything that my family is doing. Okay, good. Okay, and well, and also you could go to drpatlive.com, and we've got links and pictures all over the place. So, so before the break, what I read is a little uh, a bit from from the book uh, in the Power of Doubt and the Fifth Agreement. I read, uh, truth, truth or fiction, you don't have to believe anyone's story, and it goes on to say you don't have to form an opinion about what someone says. You don't have to express your own opinion. This is really a challenge for folks, uh, Don Jose. So, could you talk about? how that influences our journey to freedom. Yes, well, the first thing to be aware is that everything is spiritual. Mm. Everything we do is spiritual because it's our spirit in action. When a spirit is in action, well, that's called spirituality. So there's no right or wrong way to to find your freedom because people cannot say to you, that's not spiritual, you cannot do this way. No, you do it your own way. You find the way to make the symbol belong to you because the moment you put your attention to a symbol, that becomes your reality that inspires the artist inside of you to do your best. And one of the beautiful things about this is that spirituality can be in any form that expresses itself in life that inspires you so much that you will create a beautiful dream for yourself. Because when you put yourself with the attention of believing something else that and you don't really resonate with the heart, well, you're not really finding your own way. You're finding someone else's way. And until we find our own way, our own words, our own passion, that's when we wake up. And it's about passion. It's not about reading the whole encyclopedias or learning everything about mystery schools. No, it's about being present in you and finding the passion that you love and the passion of you will make you wake up. And I have a little example about that everything is spiritual. This is one time I was with a, with a great uh, Tibetan bone master, and she asked me, could she do a session with me? I said, of course, it would be an honor to do that. So she laid me down on the floor. She got like 15 Tibetan bowls, and she began hitting them. And every time she hit them, she started oming. Every time she hit mm-hmm. it, she goes, oh, oh. And then after like 45 minutes, she stopped, and I opened my eyes, and, 
And I looked at her. She had a big smile, and she asked me, well, how did you like it? And I responded, I loved it so much that it reminded me of an Ozzy Osbourne concert. And when I said that, there was a distortion in her face. And I go, wait a minute, I don't want to um, disrespect or anything. Let me explain why I said that. It's because one time I was in an Ozzy Osbourne concert in the middle of the stadium, and he sang a song called Mother, I'm Coming Home. And the chorus goes, Mother, I'm coming home, I'm coming home. And he repeats that. And all of a sudden, I feel this energy passing through my body. And when I look around, I see 65,000 rock and roll fans homing, and they don't have awareness. They're homing, but they're letting the spirit out. And that's inspiring them to listen to life. And that can change their whole transformation in life. And I find that so so beautiful that we can... um See the beauty of life because the creator, the message is everywhere we look at that inspire us to wake up. I love that story. I love that story because, you know, you are coming from a place of... Of, of of your perception and the beauty of that experience. And so that really has to do with what the fifth agreement does talk to in it. That is to let go of the judgment. And, you know, part of what you say here as well is that the only truth for you is what you perceive in your world. And so in that experience, your perception was one of this amazing vibrational experience, you know, with Ozzy, so to speak. And for a minute, her experience had to do with what she thought your words meant. And I think what you're saying, especially in the fifth agreement, is, you know, for her, the path to freedom might have been not to judge what you were saying and simply listen, so to speak. Is that right? Yes, because then we begin to listen everywhere we go because everyone has the right to express their truth and their love. And, And this is the most beautiful thing about the fifth agreement, that it shows us that we don't need to debate what we know that we don't need to prove or be validated for what we know. When we know, we know it, and that's 100% faith. And when we doubt it, well, it's not faith. It's blind faith. Mm. And, mm. and when we wake up, we can see the whole potential that's inside of us because we carry a legacy. We carry a legacy to, in life, and this is what we give, and we don't like our legacy that we're living, then we can filter it, change it, and just make the best out of it and transform it into positivity. I have to tell you, there is, I have a favorite, I have a favorite line in, in the book. Do you want to know what it is? I really yeah. do. I, I've actually read this book now back and forth twice before this interview because there's so much in here. Do you want to know what my favorite line is? I love this. Here it is. This is what you say and I want to talk about it. It says, you know, you go through and you talk about our beliefs and then you say, then be skeptical. Don't, skeptical. Don't believe me. Don't believe anybody else. But don't expect, but especially don't believe yourself. And I thought, wow, don't believe. And so I want to talk about that because we so often believe ourselves. And what I mean by that is we believe our perception in the world, meaning that if I can't pay my bills today, that may mean I'm not going to be able to pay them tomorrow. If I believe this is going to be a world of suffering today, then I might believe that tomorrow. But you say, don't believe everything you learned. Yes, because wherever we put our attention, that is what we're going to perceive. Whatever mm. we put our belief, that's what we're going to believe. Now with the awareness, we know that that is just something that we look at to feed the body. It's kind of like saying it's soul food. Stories that we live by, that we think about, is soul food. So if a story is making us happy, let's keep feeding the soul. 
that mm-hmm. if a story is making us happy, then we know that we are putting poison to the soul. And with this awareness, we can change the whole trans- transition of living because this is the, the way that Toltec means artist. And it's like a person goes to a doctor and is very sad. He's believing their own stories, their own limitations, and, and they're feeling like sad. The doctor says, well, you have a depression. And then with that depression, they believe that in that story that they cannot overcome it and they depend on medication. And then medication, they make them vegetables. But with this awareness, you know that we can only heal ourselves with the power of our will, with the power of our intent. Like my father, he's a big example for me in my life because if he, could, if he believed his body because he lives with a 60% of his heart capacity, he's always mm-hmm. in pain. But you see him, it's like there is no pain. And he said to me, son, if I believe that I'm in pain, then I will be in pain. Yep. And this is one of the things that I will give to my body, and I, and I will respect my body so much because it has been there for me from the beginning. So I'm grateful to my body to not believe any story that comes from my mind to punish my body. I love this. I'm so glad you joined me today. We're going to take a short break, everybody. Uh, and when we come back, Don Jose and I are going to talk about the dream of the first attention. The dream of the first attention. What does that mean? And what is it we can learn to change our lives? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Time come by. It seems to be. You could have been a better friend to me. Mama, I'm coming home. Invest in your life. Indigo Fusion Spa and Gallery. Offering regular meditation classes, spiritually conscious art, holistic healing services, and classes in spiritual development, and holistic wellness. This unique spa is located in Seattle's University District. For more information, visit us online at www.indigofusionsg.com. That's indigofusionsg.com. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. The search is over. The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by, is your connection to tens of thousands of people waiting to hear your empowering message, waiting to choose your product or service. Dr. Pat's goal is to connect you with the people that want high-quality products and services created with love for humanity and the earth. Products and services like yours. Be the business that joins the buzz. The Dr. Pat Show Buzz. The buzz of talk radio to thrive by. Connect with people that value conscious living and mindful thinking. Living life full out. Have your business be identified with this powerful and inspiring show. Join the buzz. Be the buzz. Let the Dr. Pat Show talk radio to thrive by. Be the conduit to those who would benefit most from your services. To sponsor the Dr. Pat Show, call Dr. Pat at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Let our success be your success. Hi, I'm Brenda Ball. And I'm Tony Ball, and we've been married for over 25 years. In that time, we found ourselves putting on a pound or two per year, and next thing you knew, we were 30, 40 pounds overweight. That's when we made the choice to get on that Take Shape for Life program. 
After being married for 25 years and struggling with weight that whole time, I'm actually now two sizes smaller than my wedding dress. With the Take Shape for Life program, you can lose those extra pounds. To learn more, visit simpletolose.com. Results will vary. Consult a physician before beginning weight loss program. Call or go online for complete program and discount details. Now is the perfect time to learn Tai Chi and Qi Gong. These ancient Chinese healing arts, also called mind-body practice, are simple to learn, clinically proven to be effective, and can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, at any time. For 10 years, the Institute of Integral Qigong and Tai Chi has been a respected leader in mind-body practice training. Visit iiqtc.org. Empower yourself, empower others. Visit iiqtc.org for more information on mind-body practice. iiqtc.org. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And uh, The Fifth Agreement is uh, the latest book by uh, Don Miguel and Don Jose. Don Jose Ruiz is joining us here today on the show. And he is also going to be, and as I've said earlier, he's going to be appearing around the country. Uh, right now, he's planning to hop over to Seattle at East West Books on Friday and Saturday for a lecture and for a workshop. And we're thrilled uh, to have him on the show. Uh, Don Jose, I, I mentioned part of the book that says the dream of the first attention, the victims. And I, I think it's so important to, to talk a bit about uh, victims and victimhood and how it, it either provides a pathway for us completely becoming powerless or it becomes a pathway for us to take our power back. Yes, in, in the first attention, we can see that we, we are just uh, blinded. We're just in the automatic dream, passing mm-hmm. suffering, um, suffering, passing suffering, and we're trapping that dream. And then, But we have no awareness of this. And uh, we keep supporting our belief of injustice, of um, the, the, the way that's happening in life, taking every injustice of life against ourselves and hurting ourselves. And, well, it comes a point where we are... Like I said earlier, you put that tofu and we're eating it and we're poisoning our body and have no faith in the real um, creation of creator, God, or however you want to name that, that presence that gives life to everything. He knows his way because who are we to say, hey, God, you did it wrong over here. No, he has his way for happening. But also, everybody asleep in this world. It is like if there was one awakened person then everybody else was completely drunk in the world and everybody drunk, they don't know what they do. They're just making things and hurting people and things, and they don't remember a thing was happening. Now, when something happens in the first attention, it wakes us up that we don't want to be a victim anymore, when we don't want to live that kind of life anymore. It's when we finally look into the mirror and we say, okay, it's time to change. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, we jump into the second attention, and it's the dream of the warriors. Mm-hmm. And in the dream of the warriors is where many people get stuck. Because they pray, they put all their awareness, but they still have a love conflict between truth and evil. And that is being happy, being sad, being happy, being sad, being happy, supporting happiness, supporting sadness. And when this begins to happen, you can be very aware that we are punishing ourselves from breaking in an automatic because this is one of the things that is happening in life, the addiction of suffering. 
But when we are aware of that, of that, hey, you know, we're not doing anyone no favors. We have to really look into that and to stop being the warrior, stop being fighting, stop fighting with ourselves and just sit down. We see the whole creation. Be aware that we are here for a little time in life. Even though it's a hundred years, it's still a little time in life. And in that moment, how are you going to live your life? And, you know, life will give us many things that we can become the most powerful victim and think we have a good excuse. But I've seen people who, you know, they're about to die and they're so happy. You know, there's no problem. I see my grandmother when she did healings and a person with cancer that's about to die in a month. She was so happy. And then later after she was finished, she, another person comes in, a young girl in her, in her early 20s, and she's suffering and she's totally healthy that she's believing the stories that are being played in her mind. So when I was young, I saw that, and I said, you know, life can give us a thing that we can wake up to, and we can believe that we are the biggest victim, and we have a good excuse. And the truth is that we don't have a good excuse. It's just a belief of an old habit of the dream of humanity that is passing by a generation. And the generation is talking about hypocrisy, um, envy, hatred, jealousy, and all those human emotions that poison the body. So when I was Putting my attention into that, I know that that's a language. And when I learned that, I said, you know, I don't want to speak that language anymore. I don't want to put mm. that in my mind because uh-huh. that's just poison. And when I started living that way, I was working with myself, creating my new language. And I was in English, Spanish, French. No, it was how I understand my own words, how I place myself back into common sense and awareness and, and forgiveness. And from that moment on, I speak my own language. But that doesn't change that somebody else is going to come with their judgment. No, they come every day with their judgment. But I don't take them personal because I know that someone's passing that and they're speaking the language because I used to speak that language. And this is when we finally hear ourselves from our heart and we stop fighting ourselves. There's nothing to debate. There's nothing to prove. And this is when we wake up in the dream of the masters, the dream that is just to be grateful to be alive, to be grateful to be a messenger. And the message is simply ourselves. And this is the legacy we carry. And we can continue giving our legacy just by being us and by stopping the old way of habits that it used to be us, but it's not us anymore because we don't speak that language. And I have a little example about this. It could be like a parent that is stuck in traffic and is so impatient that you can feel his vibration of, of um, impatience and, and negativity that he begins to curse. And, and there's a five-year-old kid behind the back seat listening to all this watching this, feeling this, and then someone cuts them off, and they just lose it. They begin to curse, and 20 years later, well, the kid has a driver license now. He's driving, gets stuck in traffic, and the whole thing repeats itself when he gets cut off. He loses his patience, but it all can be changed if the parent got stuck in traffic and said, I'm supposed to be here because I'm here. I'll make the best because this is where I'm at. And then someone cuts them off, and uh, it feels the vibration inside their body, but he doesn't believe it because it's there for themselves. And then to distract them, he puts out a CD of his CD case, and let's say it's the Beatles Let It Be, he places it, and the five-year-old kid listens to that. Well, 20 years later, well, the kid has a driver license again. Um, he's driving stuck in traffic. He says, I'm supposed to be here because I'm here. I'll make the best out of it because that's my nature. Uh, someone cuts them off to feel the discomfort. They get comfortable in the uncomfortableness and the discomfort. Take out the CD of the Beatles, let it be again, and place it and start singing Let It Be. And this is how we keep the Beatles' legacy alive. And if we can keep the Beatles' legacy alive, you know, with the, with the positivity, 
Just imagine all the words of impeccability and love that you have inside of you, that the only thing you have to do is just be you. And that's awakening in the third attention that you must a master when you are your own master and you wake up the presence, that vibration, wherever you go, you will share your heaven with because it's when you realize the dream of the angels is that heaven doesn't need heaven. Who needs heaven is hell. And wherever we go, we will take heaven with us. Mm. And this is the best way we can say thank you to being alive. I love this. Is this what you refer to in the book as becoming a seer? Yes, becoming a seer is to see your dream and oh. to see the creation of life and to see your automatic habits from an impersonal point of view, not personal, but impersonal, because this is what I said earlier. Like, in my life, I'm here for one responsibility only, and that's to take care of Jose, because I know exactly how I operate, because I begin to see myself, not see anybody else, see myself. And when I see myself, I can see how I use everybody else to hurt myself in my story or to make myself happy in the story and have respect for everyone else's dream, and that makes respect for my own dream, because we're all one. We definitely are. Thank you so much. Uh, for joining us here today, Don Jose. And thank you so much for continuing this amazing body of work and helping people across the globe, you know, truly step into their true nature and to really become free by some very powerful, powerful lessons. Thank you so much for joining us here today. What's your personal message? What do you want to leave everyone with? Well, I want to leave you with a surprise. I would like to thank you, and here's someone who wants to say hello. Hi, hello, it's Miguel. Hey, this is great. I'm so glad to hear from you. Oh, this is wonderful. You guys have all my love. Oh, and all of my love. I love you so much. Thank you oh, so much, God. both of you, for doing Thank such you. incredible work. The, the planet needs what you're doing so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you both for joining us here today. And for Thank all of you, you out there, I want to make sure everyone knows, please do not miss... Uh, you know, East West Books in the Seattle area, East West Bookstore, if you go to uh, their website, you'll be able to find Friday night, a special lecture, and Saturday, a very powerful workshop. So if you're at a place where you're doubting everything, you don't know how to move forward, you're wondering how to make sense of it, this is a rare opportunity. I hope you will spend some time with Don Jose and the Fifth Agreement. Uh, thank you both for joining us here today, and much love to both of you. Oh, thank you so uh, much. I give you a big hug. I got you. I've got a big hug back at you. Thank <laughs> you so much. All right, everybody, let's take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Mm-hmm. 